Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program, which we study one chapter of Tanakh in each podcast. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're studying Sefer Eov. We're now at Perak Chaf Gimel, chapter 23. Uh, and this is Eov's response to Eliphaz's uh, presentation in this third and final round of the dialogues, which make up the first half, really, of the, uh, of the Sefer. Uh, Do remember that in the last uh, diatribe, really, of, uh, of, Eo, of Eliphaz, he accused Eov, really, of being a very wicked person and of avoiding God and wanting God to be far away from him. And uh, so Eov's got this response. Uh, and the entire Parak Gimel is really made up of one particular theme broken into three parts, as we will see, fairly evenly into six psukim and then five and five. Gam hayom meri sichi. Again, everyone opens with a presentation, an introductory presentation. Uh, today my, my speech, my words are bitter. Yadi kavda alanchati which could be read several ways. My hand is rough over my, or harsh on my sighing. It may mean that I'm doing a lot to hold down from crying out loud or from sighing, and it could be that that um, that God's actions over me are keeping me pushed down. In any case, my words are bitter. Me now, the Mi'itain phrase, which shows up several times in Eov, is something that first shows up in, um, in Sefer Dvarim. Mi'itain, Amzeh, is, means, who would give, meaning, would that it were, would, wouldst that it were so, uh, wish. I wish that it were so, Yadati I wish I knew where he was and I would find him. Avo ad I would come to his, Placed Chunatov from the word Machon from his 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 uh, his location, the place where he is firmly set. I'm not avoiding God; I'm looking for God. Mishpat. I would lay out judgment and a case in front of him. Ufi and my mouth would be filled filled with rebuke. Now, notice Eov consistently has said earlier on in the book that. If God were to encounter him, he would be frightened and scared and confused, and that's why he's not able to formulate a response. And I was taking a very different tack. He's saying, if I were to encounter God, I would be filled with a very clear rebuke and claim. Now, this can work two different ways. One way is, and therefore, which means, I would know my words, and he would have to answer me. But the way that the Tamehami Krahir work is a da milimyaneni, which means I know what words he would answer to me. Meaning I've already anticipated his response, Vyavina Mayomarli. And I understand what he would say to me. Which means I would be understanding what he would say, and there's a result of that, I wouldn't be confused, and I would be able to formulate a response and to keep the response that I had already planned on. Habarov koach yarivimadi. Is he going to come at with at me with all of his power? Lo achuyasimbi. Isn't is that what he's going to put on me? Rather, he's going to, he would come to me. This is what I'm expecting, what I'm hoping for, but I know it's not going to happen. Is uh, is that there would be a uh, a real meeting? Sham yashar nochachimo. There, in his place, 
The yashar, the straight person, is able to face him directly. Vafaltala netzach mishofti. And of course, Eov is claiming he's a straight person, so she, he should have the right to go there. Or perhaps he's claiming nobody gets to meet God there, but that's what it should be. That's what Yashrut would call for, to be able to meet with God and directly challenge him for the way that he's interacting with the person or with humanity, and to have God have to answer. So he said, And I would then be excused or or successfully get out of my shofet forever. Meaning, the shofet, the one who's judging me and the one who is afflicting me and uh, and sending shfatim against me, signs and and judgments against me, I would be excused from him forever if I could just meet with him and tell him and, and present my arguments. And then he says, but I can't find him. Why is that? And we're going to go in all four directions. And imagine a person facing east. I go to the east. And I walk to the east, and he's not there. I go to the west. We're going to go back over these directions in a moment. And I don't see him. Small ba'asoto v'loachaz. I go to the north, and I don't see him. Yatof yamin v'loere. Now yatof yamin may mean he covers himself up in the south, and I don't see him. Or the I go to the south, and he and I'm not able to see him. Either way, I'm not able to find him. Now, how did east become kedem and all of these directions? Um, usually in Tanakh, when we find the four directions, there's a mixture of relative direction and absolute direction. <clears throat> we would refer to Tzafon, for instance, as an absolute direction of north, and small as a relative direction of north. Mizrach as an absolute direction of east, and uh, Kedem as a relative direction of east. So you have to remember a couple things. First of all, the uh, the words Mizrach and Marav are directly results of sunrise and sunset. Mizrach, which means sparkling, is where the sun first sparkles. Marav, which means setting, is where the sun sets in the west. Uh, but the other directions that we have, and that's why the full word for Mizrach really means Rechah Hashemesh, um, and, uh, and the other directions that we have uh, in Tanakh, uh, Tzafon, which is very likely related to Hart Tzafon, which is a mountain up in, uh, in Syria, uh, is in the north, and Darom, which the source of Darom is one that we're not that familiar with, but the other one is Negev, is that is the area of the south. But the other four directions that we use are relative directions, always from the perspective of a person facing east. In the ancient world, uh, mariners always got their bearings by facing east and facing the rising sun. Hence, when you are facing forward, east is in front of you. Facing east, sorry, east is in front of you, and therefore Kedem is east, and therefore Kedem going all the way back to the beginning of Breshit is east. As a result of that, Achor or Acharon is west, in back of you, and therefore the Mediterranean is called Mediterranean is called Hayam HaAcharon. As a result of that, when you're facing east, north is to your left, and therefore small is north. We find that as early as Breshit, when Avraham chases the king, small of the Damasek. And famously, to the right is the south, and therefore Yemen, Teman, Tema, lots of other places with that name are in the south, and Yemina is always to the south. So here again, I go to the east, and he's not there. 
meaning not I go to the east, but were I were, were if I were to go to the east, he would not be there. If I were go to the west, I would not find him. Small If I were go to the north, and I would not see him lo achaz, actually yatof yamin He covers up in the south, and I'm not able to see him. Now, why is it that God's hiding from me? This is Eov's claim. He knows my way. He knows my way. He's tested me, and I've come out like gold. Meaning, he's tested me, and the dross is gone, and the gold is there. Now, is this referring to Eov's travails and tribulations? And that he's come out like gold? Because he's not cowed, and he's true to himself, and he's also true to God? And God knows that he's righteous, or does it mean that at some point in his life, he purified himself, and he's a good guy, and he's a tzaddik, and therefore God is hiding from him, because God doesn't want to face him. Either way, God is hiding from the judge, from this, this court case that Eov wants to call. Ba'ashuro achazaragli. And here, achazah is different than achaz, uh, in the, uh, in Tupsukim earlier, which was to see. Here is achazah to lechoz, to hold on to. I have held on to his path. With my leg. Darko shamarti vloat. I hold on to his way and I don't deviate. Loat from ate. I don't deviate from his path at all. So everything that, that Eliphaz has been saying to me is absolutely untrue. Not only, uh, do I not violate all these things that Eo, that Eliphaz accused me of, but I hold steadfast to God's way. Not only that, but when Eliphaz said to me, that, uh, that I should take God's Torah into my heart. He says, mitzvat svatav v'lo amish. Meaning, I do not deviate lo amish from mitzvat svatav, from the commandments of his lips. Mechuki tzafanti imrefiv. And from some of that which I give out, my chok, my, my apportionment that I give out is safanti mirfiv. I have held on to his words. I'm holding on to his Torah. And I'm, I'm true to his path. Which means God is holding on to one particular way, and that's the way of punishing me and avoiding confrontation. And nobody can stop him, nobody can turn him away from that. And whatever God wants to do, that's what he's doing. But Eov is accusing him of doing the wrong thing. There's a very strong accusation. Strong accusations have been leveled here in every direction, but of course this accusation against God has been consistent for, for Eov. He's going to finish me off. He's going to finish off the apportionment, the chok, the amount of punishments that have been set aside, which is what chok means in Tanakh, a set amount, uh, or an engraved, something that's engraved, like a, like a law. And he does lots of these sort of things. That's why I'm scared. I'm scared from, from meeting him. Not because if he would meet me in a court case and be able to present, I'd be clear. But he's coming at me with all of these punishments. At I think about it and I'm scared of him. And God has softened my heart. Meaning, he's crumbled me, he's crushed me down. Shaddai has scared me and, and made me feel chaotic. I can't cut away from the darkness. And the darkness here is the darkness of all of the pain that he's experiencing. Umi panai kisa ofel. 
and he is hiding himself in the darkness from me. He's covered himself with darkness from me, and uh, and therefore I'm not able to see him and encounter him. And the next parak, which will conclude this Ma'anev Yov, um, we will hear further about uh, Yov's claims to God uh, here. But in the meantime, this is his first claim, is that God refuses to meet with him. And his claim is why? Because God knows that I'm at Sadiq. We'll pick up in the next podcast. Meantime, we should have a wonderful day.